Alright everybody, welcome back to your weekly buck pusting podcast. Week number 15, to be exact, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. I'm Kyle, surrounded by all of my co-hosts. Alright! Hello! Alright, starting off, we got a couple of big milestones that happened this week. Patrick Marlowe has officially passed Gordie Howe's record for most career games played in his career. Most career games played in his career. Exact number 17... 68, something like that. It was, uh, Gordy Howe's number was 67. 67. 1767? Yeah. 1760, okay. But yeah, so awesome, big, big accomplishment to Patrick Marlowe. Congratulations to him. Did you see the stuff that they did, that Vegas did for him? That was really... Vegas did? Yeah. No. They actually announced it and all the players came out on the ice and they were... It was really a big sign of respect from Vegas. It was cool. Mm -hmm. He's always been a nice, good player. He's never been a dirty player. He's never been disrespectful. Yeah, he's always just been a great, respectful he's, guy. He's a well cultured hockey he's player. Been di- like, and the thing is, he's been in different like, out of all his players, he's been in different rule changes like throughout. Like, yeah, I think there are like like three or four rule changes within his career that he's had to adapt to. That <laughs> and then a bunch of expansion teams that came during his time. Yeah, I saw that he literally lived longer than the entire Atlanta Thrashers franchise did. <laughs> From 1999 to 2011, and he has been around since 1997 and is still going strong. Yeah, looking at these stats here, um, no, there have been five, well, five franchises, six teams that have been around longer. Uh, the Pre- uh, Nashville Predators uh, franchise, the uh, Thrashers slash Winnipeg Jets franchise, the Columbus franchise, the Minnesota franchise, and obviously the Vegas franchise, so... Definitely a, uh, a big accomplishment. By... And there's something else that I read where in the 23 seasons that he has played, uh, he has only missed 32 games, meaning that wow. meaning there was an 11 oh year, God. there was an 11 season stretch where he never missed a single game. That's, I, that's impressive. I, I think there were seven seasons in, in the 11 season gap where he didn't miss a game. Like he, he was, he was in it. He suited up for it. So I mean, that's it's fucking just... impressive. That he, I he feel like sure he, he stayed healthy. Oh, absolutely! I feel like he really is kind of almost a poster child for dedication. Oh, without a doubt, that's like. I mean, no matter what, how much time he has left, whether it's just the rest of, rest of the season, if he decides to play one or two more, he officially has the record. He can expand it even further for players to come. Uh, other major milestones behind Patrick Mardo, uh, Tuka. Has officially got his uh, gotten his three hundredth career win with the uh, with the B Town. So, uh, congrats, Juka. Definitely one of my most respected goalies in the league. Nothing against the guy; he's a great player. Absolutely, really, really great goaltender. Another I feel one, like, come, another one coming sorry. out of B Town. Sorry, go ahead before we move no, on. No, I just I feel like we talk a lot of uh, talk a lot of shit on Boston, but they do have very very solid players. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, and as much as I hate him, and as much as a dirty player as he is, even Brad Marchand, going outside of him being dirty and spending a lot of time in the penalty box, he really is a phenomenal player. That's what I was about to move on to with Brad Marchand. This week had collected his 700th career point. So, I mean, yeah. again, like he said, we talk so much shit on Boston. We don't want to say I, hate Boston, but we have, we have a dislike for Boston. 
But, you know. I have, let's you, put it this way. You can't way. have nothing but respect for some of the players on that team. We have yet to meet a person that will openly admit that they, they like Boston. It's <laughs> very true. Very I've true. actually met one, but that's besides the point. They're, they're Rowan. Kind of stating on that note, um, former Boston Bruin, Zandino Charis, um, has now played his 600th career NHL game. 1600. And he is the fifth defenseman to reach that that role. Wow. Fifth defenseman of all time. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. he's he's been doing pretty well down in Washington, from mm-hmm. what I've seen. Oh yeah. I mean, he def- he he has just a powerhouse of a team behind him yeah. in Washington, and Washington just just got that much scarier with Chara. I will admit, it is kind of funny to watch them skate around. You got guys like Tom Wilson and. <laughs> TJ Oshi, and then you got this six foot seven or six foot eight giant monstrosity. <laughs> monstrosity of a man just towering over everybody. Uh, so another another game milestone. Jason Zucker of the Pittsburgh Penguins played his 500th career game on Thursday night against the New Jersey Devils. And um, for Washington, Ilyas Samsonov becomes the first goalie in the Cast franchise to record a shutout in a shootout win against. The New York Islanders on thir- this past Thursday. Wow. Their first... Back- first one to get a shutout, including a shootout. Okay, that's so that's, what, 15, 16 or stretch since the shootout was brought upon the NHL in, what, 05? Yeah, I, I, the first season was... Uh, 05-06 season? Yeah, 05-06 after that lockout, so... That was Sidney Crosby's and Alex Ovechkin's rookie seasons. So, so impre- mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, speaking of Sidney Crosby, this... With his goal and empty net goal in tonight's or this afternoon's game, he becomes just the second player in NHL history to score point per game in the first 16 consecutive seasons of his career, only behind the great one, Wayne Gretzky, who did it 19 consecutive seasons. Where's where's Crosby at now? 16. 16 straight seasons of getting at least every getting a point for the amount of games he played in that season. Jeez. So he's played 50. No. 40 games and no 50 50 games a season 49 games a season and now has 49 points wow. so awesome awesome achievement today for Cindy Crosby and um staying with a goal another surprise um debut Spencer Knight um it, he just turned 20 the other night too made his NHL debut for the Florida Panthers um, with a 33 save and a 5-1 win against Columbus. Jeez. But he becomes the first goalie born in U.S. born goalie in the 2000s to play in the game. Mm-hmm. Wow! And he's the youngest Panther to in history to do it. That's pretty awesome, Eric, as well. Boys, we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you start to get you know these NHL players have more success than you that are younger than you. You realize you're old. Shit, we're old. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. And for those who follow the OHL, they just finally announced it this week. They have officially canceled the the um, twenty the twenty 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 one OHL season. That's about about four months too late. (laughs) Right? Yeah. They've been, kind of te- they've been pretty much been teasing it, like, oh, we're still, we're still working on it, still we're working gonna on it, pl- oh, we're struggling, we're struggling. Well, and then even if they were to have brought it back and said, like, oh, yeah, OHL hockey will be back, it's like, oh, wow, we play 20 games, and then that's your season. Congratulations. 
Here's like, a participation trophy. Yeah, even if best. they would have just said, hey, we're going to play the season through July or August, that would just push back next season, which it would just screw at this point just year. cancel. The, we're, we've been saying it for months. Cancel the season and just start your season up in August, September like you do every year. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A little late on that, but... Just a little? Just a tad. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> all right, now moving on to some injuries. Obviously, we've all heard about uh, Alex Ovechkin being in day-to-day status Ooh. now that's yeah. uh that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna hurt him that's gonna hurt him I mean, bad <laughs> I mean, if, it's, if it's only day-to-day and like it was a couple games he was pretty much at this point could be guaranteed to be back to the playoffs so i don't see it hurting him that much so going over to anaheim uh jacob silverberg is out for the season on a uh hip injury uh, moving up to Beantown, we have uh, Patrice Bergeron, the captain, is in day-to-day status for foot. Uh, going back uh, to Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> Kyle, up, Kyle Ocposo, out for the season due to the broken cheekbone of him taking a nasty stinger right to the face. I saw that, man. That oh, was... that was so bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, moving over to the Avs. Miko Rantanen is in day-to-day for COVID-19. Um, moving down to Dallas, we have John Klingberg. One of their defensemen is in day-to-day status with lower body. Over to the Red Wings. Uh, we have three key players that are... Out for the rest of the season in Dylan Larkin, Franz Nielsen, and Tyler Bertuzzi. Things just keep getting better and better there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're funny. Um, (laughs) Moving up to Edmonton, uh, Zach Cassian is in week-to-week status with uh, lower body. Oops, excuse me. Uh, Over in Montreal... The Canadians of Montreal, uh, Paul Byron, one of their white r- right wings, is in day-to-day with lower body. <clears throat> um, let's see what we got. Oh, up at the Bluecoats, uh, we have Jacob Truba and Jack Johnson. Uh, Jacob Truba's out in day-to-day. For upper body, and Jack Johnson was announced that he'll be out for the rest of the season due to a hernia. Ooh. Yeah. Not, nothing much positive out of that, but I mean, <clears throat> it is Jack Johnson. I mean, how much good... That is go- a pretty positive. That is Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving over to Philly, the Philadelphia Criers. Uh, Carter Hart is still in day-to-day due to a knee injury, which for... A goaltender is Pretty serious. less than ideal. Let's just put it that way. Um, well, let's see. Please bear with me. As I said, down in Washington, Alex Ovechkin is out, and Justin Schultz is in day to day as well for uh, lower body. Alex, I did read something on Alex Ovechkin. He is going back to. The doctors in two weeks to be reevaluated and retested. 
but as of right now, he is in day-to-day -day status. And up in Winnipeg, uh, Adam Lowry is in day-to-day -day with upper body. So a lot of upper body injuries this uh, this week. So a couple of big blows there, obviously with Ovechkin, the Detroit, some of their big three all out. They're only well, I can't say they're only three because Jacob Verano has been freaking monster good. over there. He dropped four goals the other night. That's his first career hat trick that he dropped. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony Mantha. That, so that trade worked out well for both teams. Is Anthony Mantha's killing it for the Capitals right now as well? Yeah, but the, and that comes <laughs> back around that he has a good team surrounding him. I he was I feel like dare I say held back in. Detroit, and he just didn't have the offensive core around him, so he it didn't really set him up for success. All and again, time. that can again go back to our debate a couple weeks ago, where we said about the coaching and the players. He's on yeah. a new team. He's on a, got a new coach, and he scored what a, a goal in each of his first four games out of the Capital. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been doing really well in it. It makes me personally as a Red Wings fan feel a lot better about the trade and I would say it was probably one of the more fair trades to happen this season because uh, both players have been doing really well for each of their teams and it's really great to see. Now, another a question that begs to be answered but it's still, I think, too early to tell. Do you see both Detroit and, Ed and not Edmonton, Washington, uh, Locking them in. I mean, or, for the expansion draft. I I think for Detroit stands uh, standpoint, yes. I see Just, them locking Jacob Brana down. Now, when it comes to Washington and Mantha, I, that's it's tough because it's going to be really tough. But because I mean, not no offense, but Washington definitely has more offensive depth than what Detroit does. Oh yeah, in, I'm not going to disagree with you there. In, in all reality, I mean. You, you know the you know four or five players Detroit's gonna lock down. Now obviously Larkin being one of them. Will they? You know, no, no question, they're gonna lock down Brian. It's just a matter of do they have the space to lock down Mantha and DC? It's gonna be really really tough. But if ah oh, shit, um, to be honest with you, now that I've really thought about it, I'm gonna say. Probably not. Because just like you said, they already have such a diverse and deep offensive core that Mantha, yeah, he's a nice addition to it, but is he a nice enough addition to where he will spend a good chunk of his career or the rest of his career as a capital? Or will he go out to Seattle during the expansion draft? So that's the question I think really begs to be answered by both Washington fans and Detroit fans. I mean, just to name a few that we know Washington's going to lock up Ovechkin, Backstrom, Oshie. Oshie, Wilson, probably John Carlson. It's just naming a couple for their. Do you see them like, maybe skaters. locking down Samsonov too? Ilya Samsonov? I'd see them probably locking him up over Vanessic for sure. They'll probably send Vanessic, if anything. If if he goes. but Well, is, isn't Lundquist still like a part of. Yeah, he's uh, he... still technically. Even though he technically has never laced up for the Capitals, 
he, he's still under he's contract. still under contract with the Capitals. Yeah. So therefore, you'd I have to quite you'd have to question: Will he be protected? Will Seattle pass over him because of his heart condition and him missing out a season, or will he? I'm thinking they may pass on him just because of his health. Or who knows? Maybe, and this might be even a little bit of a stretch. Who knows? Maybe the the King might just call it with the league with the NHL and go back and play in Sweden because he was a goaltender for the Swedish national team for the longest time yeah and he was a phenomenal goaltender with the Swedish national team and so I if anything he's still gonna he's gonna be like Jeremy Auger where he's still gonna be playing hockey whether it's for the NHL or not is the bigger question All right, moving on to the big, well, one of the big topics for this evening's podcast, uh, trophy predictions. Obviously, with the season coming near, uh, the season's end coming near, obviously the big, the big names will be coming out for potential candidates or said trophies. So we're gonna go through our opinions for top three, or actually the number one guy for the the trophy, just because some of them are just clear cut, nothing around it. So first one we're going to go hand up that we can easily predict now is the Art Ross Trophy, which you know is a trophy given out to the uh, NHL season score score at the end of the regular season. Like scoring in points altogether. Yeah, which at this point, I mean, what it comes down the three players that it will come down to will be Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and Austin Matthews. Which McDavid has a, a wealth. I think McDavid definitely has a wealthy lead over. They are the two, so... I'm saying Connor McDavid, like, that's that's almost guaranteed at this point. He's got a good, like, 15, 20-point buffer on everybody else. Yeah. With only some teams having, at max, 10 games left. My my teams were... Or my three players were very, very different. Like, horrifically different. Only one was different. I... I actually picked none of those players that you guys said. (laughs) Yeah, no, I... So, so I... um, Or, who do you want to go first? Do you want to go ahead, Bobo? Yeah, I'll go. I had Malkin... Stamkos and Claude Giroux. That's that's who I had as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys did correct or looked at the right trophy for how it works out, but well, like I said, I gave us like eight names where like we can just go through and pick the runner-ups. Yeah. But yeah, the, it it's not just it's not fan voted or who you think it should be. It's the player who scores the most points. Oh yeah. In yeah, the season. Did. It's not. A, it's not a voted who we think this guy should get. We think this guy should get it. But I had, you know, I had Connor McDavid winning it. I don't even really have any other nominees who are even going to get close to what he has. Yeah, okay. it's yeah, almost he, guaranteed it's going to be Connor McDavid actually, at this point. He, yeah, he's currently number number yeah, one. Seventy-seven points. Like yeah, there's... the ones I have for this year, I have Malkin with eighty-seven, Stamkos with eighty-four, and Claude Drew with eighty-two. That's completely wrong. Yeah, that's you're, not... You're, you might be on last year. You're way off. Uh, <laughs> goddamn Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the Hart Memorial Trophy, which this one is an annual award rewarded to the player judged to be most valuable to his team. This one obviously is, the, is uh, voted on by the Professional Hockey Writers Association in all NHL cities at the end of the regular season. Okay. So... Um, Let's kick us off. I had Austin Matthews of Toronto. I also had Austin Matthews. 
Um, I actually have my favorites on this one. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I also had a r- couple other nominees. Mitch Marner also yeah. from Toronto. Obviously, Alex Ovechkin. And there's mm-hmm. been talks and rumors of Sidney Crosby yeah, uh, also being very yeah, in my, the running for that. Uh, my other two are Carey Price and Victor Hedman. Okay. And then yeah. My other two were McDavid and Basil. Because I've heard talk about Basileski being up there as well. That'd yeah. be cool. Um, so, I said either... I mean, really, if you think about it, Crosby and Obi are kind of almost given for it. But the third one, I'm actually going to change to what I have written down. Um, I'm actually going to say Patrice Bergeron as well. Okay. Because he, you know, was just pinned C this season, like halfway through the season when Chara went down to Washington. And he's, I think, really stepped up as, not only as a player but as a leader. So. Yeah. Okay, moving on. To the Rocket Richard Trophy, we all know this is awarded to the highest goal scorer around the NHL. This is another obvious one. It's going to be Austin Matthews. He has like a 10-15 goal advantage. Yeah, I noticed if for some reason Matthews Matthews gets injured and Connor McDavid goes on a fucking tear. And scores four goals in each of his last six games. That's not going to happen, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's almost guaranteed that that one is going to be Austin Matthews. Anybody else had any, anything different? You're no, just wrong. I think, <laughs> I think Austin Matthews is a very good uh, good assumption on that one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the uh, Frank J. Selkie Trophy. This one is awarded to... The best forward who excels in the defensive end of the game. Ooh. So, do you want me to start on this one, I guess? Yeah, Ethan can start on this one. So, I had, actually, uh, Alexander Barkov of Florida. Okay. Uh, Brad Marchand of Boston. And Anthony Sorelli. Okay. 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 I, I can agree with two of those, with uh, Barkov and Sorelli. But I'd have to switch over Marshawn for uh, Ryan O'Reilly from St. Louis. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. I can see I, I that. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly from, but I also went different. I went with Boston, but I went with the captain, Patty Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, not saying that either Boston teammate could, could get it. I'm just saying there's a better chance, I think, with. O'Reilly getting it over no, I agree. the, the B-Town yeah. teammates. You guys literally hit all three of mine. I have Bergeron, Barkov, and O'Reilly. I had um, Barkov, Ovechkin, and then Mark Stone. But okay. Mark Stone, all right. I can see that. All Moving right. on to the President's Trophy. This trophy is obviously awarded to the NHL team who records the most amount of points as a team for wins in overtime appearances. The overall points as a team on the season. Who do we think we got, Jeffy? Who do you think is going to get the president? I have Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights taking it. I have Vegas as well. With Can't forget about Colorado and even Pittsburgh is even up there. They're mm. only a couple points behind Vegas. Uh, so I had, very, any of those three teams, I think, could take it. I have Vegas, Tampa, and St. Louis. Okay. I don't think St. Louis can get it at this point. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, it's going to be a stretch. Yeah. Uh, another say, team I could say is Carolina's even fucking killing it. You guys, I say you guys just hit all three of mine. Carolina's Vegas, Carolina, and Colorado. Right I also throw oh, uh, Florida in the mix because they they've been consistent up there. I mean, yeah. obviously they're number two in the division, only behind Carolina, but they're they're still there. They're they're there. So yeah. Uh, next up is the Ted Lindsay Award, which is presented annually to the. "Quote unquote most outstanding player in the NHL is voted by fellow members of the NHLPA." I, I said Connor McDavid. Like no. The most outstanding. So this isn't necessarily MVP. This is, I mean, pretty much MVP. 
It's there's a couple that are very similar and a little bit I different. Said, Connor Mc, I said the three I said are McDavid, Ovi, and Crosby. I said Crosby, McDavid, Patrick Kane, and Artemi Panarin. Oh, Ooh, so for Artemi Panarin, Panarin, he's up there for the point race, and he missed, but he call. missed like five to ten games when he was out for his personal personal reason, reason matters. Yeah, yeah. I have Artemi Panarin in there last second. I remember him. Like he's not that up there with points, and but he did miss like. Ten, five to ten games or so. Yeah, I, I, that's a good call on that one. Yeah. I, I had McDavid, Crosby, and I had Claude Giroux. Okay, yeah, Claude Giroux varies well, yeah. I actually had... How bad Philadelphia is this year, he's still been a big part of that team. Um, well, him and Jacob Voracek. Voracek as well, yeah. I had Ovi winning, but I had Kane and um, Panarin up there as well. Okay. All right, uh, on to the Vezina, which is uh, proven by the best goaltender in the NHL. I struggled with this one a little bit. I said, do you want to... We've had the... Okay, Ethan, start with this one as well. So, I said Vasilevsky, number one. Like, no arguing on that one. I really think it's pretty universal around. But the two runner-ups I said are Marc-Andre Fleury and Connor Hellebuck. You actually had Ray on... I also had Vasilevsky and Fleury, but I also had somebody that is not getting as much recognition as he should for the hell of a year he's having... James Reimer of Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. He's having a hell of a year, man. He's Yeah. He's been in the league for so long and just this year, man, he's he's unstoppable this year. Yeah. It, it almost seems like nothing's getting past the guy. It's 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 Is insane. Florida still in fourth or did they Florida's climb? in second now. Behind Carolina. Wow, they they fourth. are now ahead of Tampa Bay. The last time they looked they were in fourth. I haven't checked the rankings in a while. They've climbed bouncing between I think Bobo predicted it pretty well when he said that this year was gonna be Tampa Bay's kind of crash and burn year a little bit. I don't think he necessarily said them crushing, but he said they just wouldn't be as See, good as they were last well, year. Which well, what happens is a lot of times when when teams win championships, you know, like you know the Penguins or the Lightning, or the year after they win it, they're kind of like, okay, let's kind of rebuild and see if we can't better ourselves for next year. They're like, we just won the cup; everyone's going to be on our asses. They're going to want it. They're going to. Everybody wants to beat the champs. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to play us harder. They're going to play us better, and they're going to play us faster. And everybody's mentality is just, okay, let's go in there, let's kick ass, and let's get the wins. I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay, they're still doing the great this year. They're just not no, they as are. great as they were last year. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to the uh, the next trophy, the Calder Memorial, which is the uh, the, the rookie of the year, practically. So, I, I have no doubt have uh, Kirill Krasbov. I think that's how you say his name. Kaprizov, 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 yeah. something like that. Okay. From from what Minnesota? Yeah, uh, yeah. Minnesota. that's yeah. yeah, yeah, he's. Minnesota. Minnesota. Also, I know, I know it's rare for goaltenders to win the Calder. I think there is some argument for Jack Campbell. Oh, that's right. It is a first year. It's his rookie year. I mean, he had that one eleven consecutive games, and he's he's just been amazing so far. Mm-hmm. The three I had were uh, Kirill Kapr. Kaprizov, uh, Kevin Lankinen, and Kapo Kokinen. Okay, okay. Then, I, also, I also had on there Jason Robertson of Dallas. He's having a hell of a year. He's only a couple points behind Kaprizov for points scored this year in rookies. So I had Kaprizov, uh, Igor Shosturkin, and Kevin Lankinen. Jeffy, your three? I have the winner being getting is Kirill Kap- Kap- Kaprizov. And then um, Tim St- 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 Stutzel. Stutzel. Okay, yeah. And then Josh Norris. Josh Norris. I forgot about him. Yeah, he can definitely be in that argument there. Mm-hmm. 
All right, come down to the final two trophies, one of them being the Norris Award, going to the league's best defenseman. I believe this one is voted by NHL GMs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, is it that one or the, the Folly one? No, it doesn't say uh, voted it is for. Not? Okay. But yeah, Jack Norris for the best defenseman in the league. Jeff, who do you got for your nominees for that? Um, my winner is Victor Hedman, and then but my other two are <coughs> Charlie McAvoy and Kill McCarr. Damn, okay. Jeffy actually knocked mine right out of the park. Um, I have Hedman, McAvoy, and I have Pelic. I have Pelic. Okay. I should said I have. I think Adam Fox deserves to win it this year, from New York, the Rangers. He's been unbelievable with point, okay. point getting. I also said Victor Hedman as, a, as another nominee, but another one that has kind of been not talked about enough, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton from Carolina. I was really debating on saying. Uh, I guess, well, I guess it could be kind of an honorable mention too. I don't. You guys might disagree with this, but Drew Doughty too. Yeah, just with LA not being good. It's. I think anybody that you point out on any California team, whether it's Drew Doughty, whether it's Brett Burns, whether it's you know, well, Anaheim doesn't really have a good defenseman, a good veteran defenseman. Well, Eric Carlson's a defenseman too, ain't he? But he's in San Jose. That's. A, well, that's a I'm, California team. Yeah, well, I'm I'm speaking I'm speaking Anaheim, I, not, I, not San Jose oh, specifically, I, but I was going back to what you were saying about California teams as well. I, I don't even think Eric Carlson would be he's just, a run for He's it. another one of those players he wants out, so he's not playing to his best ability that he should yeah. be, unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks, though. Cause... <clears throat> he, he was good in Ottawa, but... <laughs> key, I would say key word being was. was. Yeah. He had, he had a really go- solid first year in San Jose, but the past two is just... The past this season and last season were just not... No, not, but, not and that's just for the fact that you said he wants out, yeah. so he's not going to play his best. <clears throat> All right, we will be wrapping up the first topic of our trophy predictions with the Jack Adams Award going to the best coach in the league. So, Jeffy, who do you got? I have the winner of, of this one is Barry Trotz of the Florida Panthers. Barry Trotz? Yeah. He's with the Panthers. Uh, Barry Trotz is Barry Trotz the Islanders. Um, yeah, I agree there because I also had him. Yeah, I, I got to <laughs> go with Barry Trotz. I, I had Barry Trotz, and my other two were Joel Quinneville of Florida and Dean Evison of Minnesota. I, 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 I actually said I had Barry Trotz as my second. I said uh, Jeremy Colleton taking it. Of who? Uh, we'll get back to you on that. But where's my phone? I, I, and then I, I, I said, ultimately, uh, I ultimately uh, have Barry Trotz winning it. And then I said uh, Sheldon Keith too. Who? I'm nobody of those two. Those Who? Last two. <laughs> Who? But uh, I also, I also have my runner-ups up being Rod Brendamore of Carolina, or even I said Jared Jared Bednar of the Colorado Avalanche. Who? I just said it. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Jared Bednar. I mean the Avalanche man. They're unbelievable. They're unstoppable this year. I mean all three of those teams, those coaches are. Ridiculous. Oh, uh, Jeremy Colleton is the head coach of Chicago. Uh, yeah, that's. Eh. I mean, Chicago, they're, he's, they're, he's doing a great job teaching without and their then... captain. Yeah, apparently the um, Johnny Taze is planning on not being back for this, this season, so he's pushing back for uh, the 21 22 season. Which I, I'd, either way, I'd be glad to see him back. He's one of my favorite players. He's, he's amazing. But... And then uh, Sheldon Keefe is the head coach of the Leafs. Okay. 
I, I, I can see that one. Definitely see that one over the Chicago one. All right. I uh, now this this next section, next chunk, whatever, will be um, playoff series we would like to see, but might not potentially happen this year. Whatever, what we'd like to see here in uh, the Buck Puster Studio. So starting off will be Mr. Chirpak, uh, Cal. Um, <clears throat> I think you gotta go with the classic Battle of Alberta, Edmonton versus Calgary. I'd love to see that happen. That would be a very bloody cup final. Like, I don't, think, be I don't very... think we've yet to see it in the playoffs. Like, can no, we, you imagine? We have. We have. have, we? have. We have uh, once, well, a couple years ago, uh, when like, Saint, when St. Louis won it all. So was that yeah. was there Calgary and Edmonton in the playoffs? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it had happened in the McDavid area yet or not. Yeah, only but once. I, I think that... we'd love to see it again. Yeah, well, this far only once, but it's not going to happen. I mean, with look Calgary. at RA this year, how well they're doing, like in just in their multiple their multiple games in their season uh one thing i'd like to see for the uh the pure meme for the pure joke boston toronto you know game seven toronto fucking joking it all <laughs> as per usual i did say i didn't have boston toronto was another one i would like to see you know what i want to see <clears throat> i want to see the red wings at least make it to the first round <laughs> that's that's really what i want to see who they play just... i don't care who they play i don't even care if they get swept in the first round <laughs> I just, I, I just want to see it, because the last time I saw the Red Wings make the playoffs, I was a kid. <laughs> I am going to be twenty three this year. Uh. <laughs> um, another one that I have again, this one's not going to happen just based off of one of the teams not being good enough. Ottawa versus Calgary. I'd love to see a Kachuk brother battle in the playoffs. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool to see. Even though it's not going to happen this year, it might not even happen next year or even for the next couple years with Ottawa. And they're stellar goaltending, but it'd, it'd be cool. To, I'd love to see a Kachuk brother playoff battle. That would be I, pretty cool. Another battle I'd like to see is the uh, battle PA. Obviously, with Philly not being good this year, I mean, <clears throat> obviously one of the arguably one of the best rivalries, not only in the NHL but uh, best rivalries in uh, in all of sports. That's, yeah, yeah it's like it's not gonna happen this year because I. I'd love to say it, but I don't like to say it. We don't. I don't think the Flyers are making the playoffs this year. Mm-mm. Um, and it, it's would never happen anyway. But can you imagine a Penguins Flyers conference final? That would that, be like five, seven game, just fucking blood fest. I, I, and this is another. Well, here's one, and I know it's kind of a, kind of a stretch, but this season's already been as messed up as it is. Yeah. And follow me down there a little bit. I want to see the blue coats and the stars. I think the blue coats and the stars could be interesting. That'd be a nice like Stanley Cup final, I think. Yeah, Rangers I think and so. Stars. Both of them, Dallas, they've they've improved. They're, they're they're moving up in the standings, but they're not a team. I think that they're just barely gonna fall shy of the playoffs. If I don't know, maybe they might clinch a number four spot, they like might. at it's, at the it, very it's very, be very last. Tough. Yeah. One, one of those middle teams are going to have to just absolutely collapse. I mean, they got to go through teams like, you know, Columbus, Nashville, and I forget the third team who's, who's battling for that third spot, but I mean. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, actually, no, Columbus is going to make so it. Columbus is officially eliminated, I believe. One of yeah, two teams have yeah. officially been eliminated. Yeah, but if, if you look at teams like, you know, Nashville, I, I think Dallas is in the race. Chicago is in the, Chicago, Chicago's in the race. I mean, they, they have a chance, but when push comes to shove, 
with the way they've been playing this year, I don't think they're going to be making the number four seed in the Central. Realistically. And another classic one we'd love to see. you got to have a, another Capitals-Penguins rematch. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's, that's, that's almost like a given. You're going to see that almost every year at this point. It's been... It's, it's, gonna, it's most most definitely most likely going to happen this year. Yeah. Depends I, on where they end up falling. I don't see the Capitals or Penguins falling as far as fourth place. No, they're they're gonna make it. It's just a matter of yeah. you know which of the top three teams in the Eastern Division that they're gonna. Well, depends how well Boston finish, finishes yeah. their season. But yeah. they, I think they. Still which have I think they, I think they're pretty well on. Excuse me, I still think they're pretty well on track to end in their season at least with a with a playoff spot. With a playoff yeah. spot. Well, looking at it, they have a couple more games both against New Jersey and Boston, which are. Wait, Boston the, plays Boston. Or but. New Jersey and Buffalo. So they're not the B team in the division. Um, <clears throat> another one I'd love to see. Um, this would just based on how great both these teams are this season. Colorado and Vegas. Damn, Vegas. Kyle. What? I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. That, that was the next. That's Colorado and Vegas, man. Was like oh, one of mine. I was thinking like Colorado and Pittsburgh. Oh. oh, Nathan McKinnon versus Sidney Crosby, the two <laughs> Cole Harbor buddies. Oh, I was actually speaking of another one, McDavid versus Sid in the Cup final. Oh. Edmonton and Pittsburgh in the Cup final. So. Or even staying with Pittsburgh, and again, I know it's kind of a bit of a stretch. I would say even Pittsburgh and Carolina. Yeah, but yeah. Kind of, you know, I, I was going to say uh, Pittsburgh and Stan. Uh, Tampa. Yeah. Oh. Stan, Stan, yeah, Stamkos versus Crosby. Uh, Getzel versus Kucherov. No. Or what about something even like, uh, I mean, look, uh, the Caps and the Avs. Oh, that, that'd be good. That would be real good. Or, this, the, or like the Caps and the Jets. Hear me this one for a potential, like a cup final. Capitals and Lightning. Oh. Oh, oh. and Stamkos going at it. I'm, I'm sitting here quivering at the knees just listening to some of these potential matchups, uh-huh. which would be nice. Is there these, the, the couple of these, these are some that we could end up seeing. Oh, and and I know there's some that we have not yet seen in the playoffs because in past years, them being in separate divisions, Toronto and Edmonton, the two kids, Matthews yeah. and McDavid going at it. What about teams like Wild and the Preds? They're kind of... Minnesota and Nashville? Uh, uh, Go, what, going for their well, first cup in the... Well, that's what I'm thinking because they're, they're not, you know bottom of the barrel team so to say but they're middle of the road this is really the first time both teams are minute or minnesota's in third nashville's in fourth it's been a long time since they've been up this far and they're just gonna they're just gonna duke it up this year i can see one of those teams just i can see one of them going up i really can yeah even at least one of those making the conference final for sure oh yeah i say minnesota before nashville yeah maybe knocking out nashville in their path another but I'd like to see that. It wouldn't be, at least me could see it being a first rounder or a second rounder. Even though Ranger, we don't, with the Rangers, they're kind of in the race right now. But the battle of the New York teams, Islanders and the Rangers. Oh. oh. See, yeah, the Islanders finishing first place, the Rangers sneaking out of fourth spot. I was going to say uh, Vegas versus Edmonton. Oh. Man. Good, a, a team with good goaltending versus a team with high offensive power. Hot. Or even sticking with Vegas, I don't know. I, did somebody already say Vegas and Tampa? No. 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 We said, Imagine that cup final, man. 
<laughs> Mark Andre assumed him Flurry would get a start. Flurry versus Vasilevsky in the Cup final. <gasps> Two amazing goals. Just thinking with Vegas. What if it was like Vegas and Carolina? That'd be another good. Or one. if it was like, or uh, what was the other one I was gonna say? Um, lost it. Vegas and Toronto. Ooh. Vegas Toronto, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. A new franchise versus a new franchise. A newly good. Franchise. No, a, a new franchise versus a just franchise. A franchise. Uh, uh, sorry, a team that's just been there. What was the one that I? Oh, no, yep. we haven't seen this in a couple years. I don't. I can't remember the last time we might have even seen this in the playoffs. Toronto and Montreal. You gotta have the classic that battle those two teams. The original six teams. The original six. Part, part of the original six. Like, so the, those three. It's always Boston, Toronto, and Montreal. Like they're always battling each other. Like hating each on each other. I mean, Boston fans don't hate the other two as much as Toronto and Montreal hate Boston. Well, I I think I think uh, Boston really hates Toronto more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Not not saying that there's a uh, good good old love connection between those two teams, but yeah. I mean, and and I think it'd be a fun and again assuming that the one team makes even the playoffs, but. And this is just from me being a Detroit fan. I would personally like to see Detroit and Carolina go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would it would take a miracle for Detroit to make the playoffs this year. They have or been, any they year. Have been, <laughs> they have been winning quite a few games the past, so they they're fighting like they won. But that and that's for it. the fact that they got they got Jacob Verana. Yeah. And I, I he has been like the saving grace like of that. They'd team. have to pretty much win out their games in the like fifth, fourth, and fifth spots. Would have to lose out the rest of their games. Mm. Uh, one one series I'd like to see the uh, the top two teams in the old Atlantic Division, Boston Tampa. Boston, Boston and Tampa. Yeah. Would Boston be cool. Tampa. Or that even is. sticking with Boston, I would stay even. What about something for like a Cup final being Boston and Vegas? Yeah, that would be gritty. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Ryan Reeves. Ra- Ryan Reeves. It. But I was thinking more on the goaltending end and having Flurry versus Rask. Well, the goaltenders are even later versus Rask. Yeah, oh, Ra- Ra- versus. Rask and uh, Halak versus uh, Floyd Manor. Dude, Dude. <laughs> oh. Capitals are nice. Oh yeah, going back to the eighteen finals, or no. rematch of Capitals, rematch Capitals Vegas, or rematch of Pittsburgh and Vegas. Uh, we already said Pittsburgh and Vegas. I'm sorry, twenty nine. Saint Louis and Boston. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily see Saint Louis squeaking out a playoff spot this year. That's, that's oh. they're, they're gonna they're gonna make it. The question is how far are they gonna go in oh. with their current team? I got it. Boston and Colorado. Oh Boston, Colorado, yeah. Nathan McKinnon and Patty Bergeron. What about yeah. even on a smaller level like Canes and Leafs? Canes and Leafs. Canes be, and Leafs, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be nice to see. Even um, just Man, there's so there's so there's many. So many there really options. We have so much room for activities. It's um, it's it's why again the year of what if man. This uh, is all right, all right, buddy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much room for activities. That's the wrong movie there, bud. No, no, it's Buddy the Elf when he goes into the first ba- time he goes with the toy shop. No, 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 into the actual like adult sized bathrooms. I was he's thinking up... that was from Step Brothers. No, uh, you Roll Farrell from. You're, you're... Trust me on this one. Okay. So. But now, so much room for activities. <laughs> uh, what about Oilers and Abs? 
Edmonton and Colorado. I could see that. That'd, that'd be, be nice. That'd be nice. Still two younger younger guys, McKinnon and McDavid. The battle of the, the mix. The battle of the mix. <laughs> Loser has to change their name. <laughs> has to take the Mick from their name. Nathan Kinnon. Oh, I don't like that. Or Connor, Connor Dan, David. Connor David. <laughs> Connor David. Connor David. Connor David versus Nathan Kinnon. <laughs> yes, so many different dream playoff matches. Or... I mean, not even just being Penguins fans, just everybody loves to see the Penguins Flyers. I know we already said that, but everybody loves when that happens. Or I would even say, like, and I guess it's, again, because this is another team I have a soft spot for, like, Dallas and Nashville. Dallas and Nashville, yeah, I think we said that one, but that, yeah, I'd love to see another. Um, Battle of the Florida teams, Florida Tampa. Florida Tampa, yeah. That'd be I'd cool. like to see that. That would be neat. I could see that one being an earlier round, though. Like, if they or, were happening or, in the same. What about, like, Panthers and Penguins? Ooh. Ooh. Carolina? I, I forget Florida's goal off the top of my head. Uh, it's it, back and forth between Bobrovsky and Dreyer right now. I forgot Bobrovsky's on Florida. Because, like, I was kind of thinking what you guys were thinking about the goaltending end of that. Because Florida's been killing it. Or if if you even wanted to stay with Florida, you could go with like Florida and the Blue Coats. Yeah, my next one's gonna be Florida and the Abs. Oh, Florida and the Abs. We're we're pretty much at this point narrowing down every single possibility that could happen. But yeah, just pretty much at some point we're gonna be seeing some of these happen. Whether it's Edmonton versus Calgary, which I don't, Calgary might not make it. No, they won't. We're probably gonna see like Edmonton and Toronto. I I. I lost Bubble had something for once. <laughs> no, we're probably going to see a Penguins Capitals or a Penguins Islanders. Maybe like a Penguins Penguins Rangers. Islanders would be cool. Penguins Islanders. I don't think because those are probably going to be two of the top three. Unless they finish two and three. But that would, that's the only way that could probably happen. Mm-hmm. I don't see either one of us, one of them dropping down to fourth place. No. Because the top three got a pretty big buffer on fourth place. Even the fifth place. So it's, we almost have, I think the East is probably the most settled division as of right now for what we're going to see in the playoffs. Knock, knock on wood, but. Yeah. All right, and that is it for week 15 of your Buckbuster podcast. Uh, if you aren't following us on any social media, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitch, you know, what in the absolute buck are you doing? Um, speaking of social media, if you have any potential playoff matches that you'd personally like to see, uh, tweet us, Facebook us. Whatever the fuck you want to do, reach out to us. We'd be happy to hear them. Thanks, guys! Bye. Woo!